This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, back to kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti. All right, we are back. Uh, Cannot wait to talk about this next game. We also have a power rank. Kind of set the table as we approach the playoffs. See where Boomer ranks these teams regardless of conference. But without further ado, let's get to the best of the best. This week's best of the best of the best of the this best, week's best, best, best of the best. Oh my God! I I it takes a lot to get me pumped up. I mean, real excited about a regular season game, but this does it. Bills laying one and a half as they travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Boomer. You know, Mike, so many things riding on this. You know, you talk about seeding. The Bengals have not clinched the AFC North yet. The Bills obviously have clinched the AFC East and are sitting in the number one seed. I don't think either of us think that Kansas City is going to lose either one of their last two games. So this is really a paramount importance for the Bills to hold on to the number one seed and have everything go through Buffalo, which (laughs) this year has been very difficult to say the least. All right, so here's the thing. The Bills do not cover wide receivers that well. Teams that have had big wide receivers, good wide receivers, multiple wide receivers – have really given the Bills fits this year. And that's one of the reasons why they wanted Von Miller, because they wanted to have a much more crowded secondary, if you will, and be able to rush with four, maybe even be able to rush with three, and get home. And without him there, all of a sudden, their pressure rate is a little bit less uh, than it had been when he was there. And I do think that's where the Bengals have a major, major um, advantage in this game. So I, I think that Lou Anaruma on defense, he's a coordinator that nobody really talks about until we get to these levels of these types of games. He's 3-0 and versus Patrick Mahomes. He'll have something devised, especially in the second half, to slow down the great Josh Allen. I think this is a high-scoring game. I know the Bills are, uh, are flying right now, but so are the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals here. Uh, maybe call me a little bit biased, a little bit of a homer. No, no, no. I just think that this is a Joe Burrow-style game, and I just think he's going to have a huge game going toe-to-toe with uh, one of the great quarterbacks in the AFC as well. All right, I'll say it up front before I say what I'm about to say. I'm absolutely rooting for the Bengals. I mean, I, I just I love him, and I love Burrow, and I just I want, I want Cincinnati to get it. However, a couple things bother me with this game. 
A, Bengals all kinds of beat up on the offensive line. Just as that line really had gelled and raised the bar on the standard. Lyle Collins is done. They got some interior guys that are beat up. And here's the other factor, Boomer, what you said. I almost start to wonder, like the Bengals every week just go out. They cover the number. They're kind of in cruise control. The Bills... This is this is a game, and it also bothered me, and maybe this is just fandom. I love Burrow. I didn't like what he said. Did you see what he said the other day? This is not a measuring stick game. I, hey, whether you think it or not, I didn't like that he said it. I'm actually going with the Bills and laying one and a half here. You know, I, it, I, it, it's, it's it's interesting, I, I and I understand why you're saying that. And, and again, I think Joe just tries to downplay everything. Um, right. I, I can't argue with anything the young man has said for the three years that he's been there. You know, they beat Carolina, they beat Pittsburgh, beat Tennessee, uh, they beat Kansas City, beat Cleveland in a rebound game, beat Tampa Bay, and beat New England. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good, uh, you know, it's swap. An incredible run. Yeah, it is. And I, I just, the thing about it is my, in 1988, I lost my starting right tackle, Joe Walter, late in the season. And we had to replace him with a guy by the name of Brian Blados. And Brian Blados was a part of our team. He was drafted the same year that I was drafted, 1984. And he was a part of the fabric of the of of the you know the nuclear part of our our football team, and he played fantastically at right tackle. Now Adinaje is going to be in there for Collins. Everybody's saying go out and sign you know Andrew Whitworth, and I'm like guys, Adinaje has been in there. He's played in big games. Right. He has started for the Bengals in a Super Bowl for God's sake. Whitworth is a hundred and hasn't he hasn't taken a rep all year. The guy's been on TV in sweatshirts with a blazer. Come on, yeah. So I think I think what the Bengals are doing is exactly what they should be doing. It's a next man up mentality. And guess what? You have one of the top four quarterbacks in the NFL playing, and he will make amends for anybody. He can raise everybody's level of play. He'll get rid of the ball, and he's getting rid of the ball in less than two point four seconds, pretty much on average. So he's been very consistent that way. That's why as I like long the as one of these. As long as one of these two teams make the Super Bowl, I'm happy. No more with, with the Chiefs. I can't do any more. They've had enough. I <laughs> think, need something different. Think about the All AFC, right. though. Think about the AFC real quickly. Oh. You got Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert all in the playoffs. Now, I don't know about Lamar Jackson, what's going on there. But to me, those guys are the big four in this league. And maybe next year we add Trevor Lawrence to this, this list. Because yeah, meanwhile, his trajectory, you know, he's going that way. Uh, and again, it reminds me of the NFC when I was a kid. You know, in, in in the 90s, it was stacked. It was it was just every week was a war. The AFC right now, you're right. I mean, you could have top five QBs in the league. It's unbelievable. All right, let's have some fun. And it, it coincides with what we just talked about with Bills and Bengals. I want to do the power rank, and I want you to just rank them 10 to 1, regardless of conference, as we set the table for the playoffs and a lot of those shows. I want to see where your head is at with these teams. All right, so at number 10, I'm going to give you your New York Giants. And really? I, I am, I am. And I think Brian Dayball has done an amazing job. Even though here they've kind of faltered a little bit towards the finish line, but still the fact that they are in play for the playoffs and a win-in-your-in kind of scenario, uh, that's an A-plus job by Brian Dayball, and he's gotten the best out of Daniel Jones. So I'm going to give Boomer, them – Go ahead. No, just quick. I, I got to tell you the Daniel Jones point you make. I'm starting to envision, you know, if they get him a few weapons, he might just be all right. Like this is I'm I can't believe I'm saying it, but I I don't know. I feel good about it. For him and Mike Kafka's offense, they need a big, strong, athletic quarterback. How many of those guys are walking on the street? Uh roughly zero. Right. This isn't a Derek Carr type of offense. You know what I mean? A Derek Carr offense has got to be 
you know, a, a West Coast offense. It's got to be like San Francisco runs or like the Jets run. It's not going to be like this offense, even though Kafka is from the West Coast kind of way of doing things. They asked the quarterback to do a lot of running in this uh, offense, as we have uh, seen with uh, Josh Allen up in Buffalo. And now we're seeing it again with uh, with your guy, Daniel Jones. All right, number nine, the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are a, a pain in the neck to everybody. I, the fact that they're still here, the fact that they still have a chance to win the AFC North, the fact that we don't know what the hell's going on with Lamar and his knee and his contract – uh, you know, speaks volumes to the job that John Harbaugh has done. They're not a sexy team whatsoever. They're an in-your-face team. I love the physicality of who the Baltimore Ravens are. That's their culture. It's always been their culture since they drafted Ray Lewis way back when. So I'm going to give you the Ravens at number nine. You know, my mom said if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. I'll just stay away from it. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, their offense is tough to watch. You know, everybody's like, hey, get get Lamar for the Jets. And I'm like, you want unhappy wide receivers? Then don't yeah. bring Lamar to the Jets. I mean, it's yeah. that, that's Have not Garrett Wilson is. pack his suitcase the minute he shows up. Exactly. All right, number eight. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert is flinging a ball all over the place. I mean, he made some throws last week against the Colts. And I know the Colts are the Colts, but still, you got to make the throws. You got to stand in there. Uh, the Colts have a very good defensive line. They put pressure on you. He makes one throw. Uh, I think it was to Keenan Allen or Mike Williams across the middle that was one of the best throws that I've seen all year, and it hits him right in the chest, and he goes right down the sideline. So I'm going to give it to Justin Herbert and the Chargers at number eight. I'm just proud of them because the last two weeks they've done something that the Chargers just don't do. They take care of business in a professional manner instead of trying to screw it up. All right, here we go at number seven. This would be the Minnesota Vikings. You would think that they would oh, be yeah. higher because of their uh, you know, their – their lofty status in the NFC is the number two seed. I, I think that, like you've said earlier in the show, that defensively they're fraudulent. And offense basically makes up for their defense. Now, their defense gets turnovers. That's one of the reasons why they are where they are. The key, teener, key turnover in the game has led them to many victories. And I can't say enough about Kirk Cousins standing in there, taking the hits. And we all know who the best wide receiver in football is in Justin Jefferson. So I'll give you the Vikings at seven. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I, I, hey, they're your power ranks. I wouldn't even add them on the list. They're a joke. Well, they're going to be the number two seed in the <laughs> NFC, most likely. So, and we'll they're going to lose. They're going to lose to our New York Football Giants in the first round. Well, you better hope so. We'll see. All Just right, let num- me live. It's the holidays, right? right. Number six, the Eagles. Uh, everybody's thinking, okay, they're the number one seed in the NFC. Why are they number six on your power rankings? Because you know, I didn't like what I saw last week against the Cowboys, the way the Cowboys were moving the ball up and down the field. I mean, especially after that first interception by Dak Prescott and his return for a touchdown. You know, Gardner Minshew, nice story, uh, turns the ball over, kind of like Taylor Heineke does. Um, mm-hmm. Is he going to be your Nick Foles? I don't, I don't know. I think he's Energizer Bunny, no question about that. And I think that they're embarrassed by their performance last week. But uh, I, unless Jalen Hurts is under center, they are not in my top five. Total agreement. Wow, really? That's nice. Yeah, 100%. No, I, I really like that you dropped him to six because Jalen has been that good. He's that important. And if we don't know where he is, 
How the hell are you putting them amongst the, the big dogs? Exactly. Okay, number uh, number five would be the Dallas Cowboys. And I know that you uh, are concerned about Dak Prescott and the turnovers. So am I. But the good thing is is that they can overcome these turnovers. Yeah. And when you listen to Dak Prescott talk after games, that's how I want my quarterback talking. I want him to be happy about being on the Cowboys. I want him to – Talk about how great his defense is. I want I want him to talk about his running game. I want to talk to him about his wide receivers, and offensive line. He never ever shines a light on himself unless he makes a mistake. That's how you lead a football team. Yeah, I there's there's no argument. I'm with it. All right, number four is going to be the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs have lost to both the Bengals and the Bills. That's why they're number four. Uh, they do not have Tyree Kill. When you start getting into games in the playoffs and you're missing a piece like Tyree Kill was for the Kansas City Chiefs, we'll see the drop-off. I don't care what anybody says. It's one of the reasons why the Bengals and the Bills were able to beat them this year. Because when you get to that high-level competition in the NFL, you need all of your superstars to show up and make plays. And Tyreek had done that for years uh, with Patrick Mahomes. And then all of a sudden, he's no longer there, and they're trying to replace him with McCole Hardman. They're trying to do it with Kadarius Toney. You know how that's working out. I still think that they're the fourth best team in the league as opposed to the best team in the league. The list is getting better as you go along. I'm really proud of you. because I'm and, and again, it's beyond my bias of being tired of Kansas City. I just don't think they're going to beat the Bengals or Bills in the playoffs. Total agreement. All right, so number three is the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals have played probably some of the best football of the second half of the uh, the NFL season here. I uh, love Lou Anarumo, their defensive coordinator. He he goes underappreciated, underrated. Their defense comes up with big plays, much like Bond Bell did last week, punching that ball out of Stevenson's hands, uh, yep. preserving the victory for the Bengals. They are an opportunistic defense, and they are a huge big play offense. When they are healthy and they're they're loaded, uh, they they can beat anybody on this list. Um, I still think that uh, you know they're going to beat the Bills on Monday night, but at this point. Uh, I'm going to give them the number three spot on the list. Okay, so now it comes down to Buffalo or San Francisco. Well, San Francisco is uh, would be number one. The only reason they're not is because of Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy has played great. He, he's been unbelievable. And there's this team assaults opposing quarterbacks. And there's one quarterback, I think, on or two quarterbacks on this list that can get away from these guys. Um, but I think that defensively, they are the best defensive football. Nobody's even close to them. They put enormous pressure on opposing offenses. So to me, the 49ers, if it were Jimmy Garoppolo underneath center, I would give them the mm-hmm. number one seed. But still, number two with that defense and what they do to opposing quarterbacks is pretty impressive. Yeah, they're, and they're built for the playoffs. You know, I know you made the comment about Tyreek earlier, and it's going to hurt him the way this team is built. They're built for this time of year. And Buffalo, number one. Yeah, Buffalo's number one. Number one now. Yeah, yeah. And and I say that they've kind of gotten their game straightened out. It'd be interesting to see if Josh Allen throws any interceptions against the Bengals. Like, we've seen him throw some interceptions in games that where you scratch your head and you're thinking, like, what are you doing? Um, You know, he's everything to that football team. He is the leader, bar none. Uh, He is an ultimate weapon. I mean, from running and throwing and decision-making – So I'm going to give the Bills the number one seed right now. That could change next week, depending on what happens Monday night. All right, boom. Give them the final word. Final word. What you say after this don't don't matter. This is the final word. I always forget we're going to do that stinger like that. Here's my final word. For the New York Giants, go out and get it, man. You, You deserve it. You've had a great season. It's your time. For America, the New York Giants. 
That's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. We're back at you next week. Thanks for listening. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti.